Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth, shifting you into higher consciousness, a show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, interviews with inspiring guests, experts, and celebrities, intuitive readings, channeled messages, mental health awareness, and hot topics to expand your awareness. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Hey, welcome everybody. Talk, Purpose, and Truth. Kim and Eden. Hi, Eden. Hi, Kim. How are you doing? I'm awesome, and uh, we are honored and excited to let you hear Justin Guarini because we got a new website. And we're excited about that. We thought it would be cool to do a new intro and outro to the show. Uh And so we got Justin Guarini from American Idol from the Dr. Pepper commercials, Justin (laughs) and Kelly. Uh, He has the great singing voice and the great speaking voice. So we're honored to have him as our as our MC for that. Yeah, that's fun. (laughs) <laughs> and it's it's meaningful, especially because Eden for years, um, they would watch that movie over and over again. So it's extra special. Oh, yeah. From Justin to Kelly and the movie that he doesn't like. Justin. Right. I know. <laughs> but it's, it's like it's like a cult classic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so just, you know, putting it out there to Justin, we want to say thank you. We were honored that you did that for us. Yes, totally. Follow him on Instagram. Yeah. Um, Eden, I just wanted to congratulate you because I know you have a new puppy. Oh, yeah. Um, his name is Blue, first of all. My daughter named him. Um, it came from, he's, a, he's in the Blue Dachshund family, so it's partially because of that. But um, her favorite is dinosaurs. She loves dinosaurs. And she named him Blue because there's a, a dinosaur in one of the Jurassic Park films called blue so she wanted she's always wanted a dog to name him blue so there you go <laughs> but, but you yeah. have a commitment a puppy is a big commitment oh my gosh yeah I warned her but she didn't she said like, oh I'll handle it but of course I'm the one that's doing most of the work now because you know we didn't even take into consideration she's always at either school or at work right and right. I work, from, work from, home. from home yeah right. Yeah, so he's he's become more like attached to me because I'm the only one here. How cute! <laughs> Most That's of the time, yeah. And I think it's really weird and and unique, unique I should say. Um, and I would love people to write in about this because I have never heard of a dog that doesn't really make noise, that doesn't cry, especially a puppy, doesn't bark, like just mellow, chill. So you got you got really blessed. <laughs> I think so. I think he was, you know, why I even think this more than ever is because that he was meant for us to, to come to, uh, just give us so much more love in the, in the family and, and, um, not give us such a hard time, you know, because we just need that extra, um, like peace right now. But I think what's telling me that more than anything is we actually, purchase another dog and before we were supposed to get him um we found out that he had a heart condition and uh then we couldn't get the dog anymore so taylor was really upset so we just searched and searched for another one when we found we found one and um it was this one it was this blue so it was blue number two is what we call him (laughs) but we were meant to have this one yeah yeah so he's the sweetest dog 
And he even slept through the night from day one. Wow. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. yeah. I got mine. I got mine from a rescue and he was already two. So we didn't have the puppy stuff. Yeah. But mine is very sweet. But then at night he gets really extremely moody. And the yeah. other day someone told me it was because he's half lasso apso and they're very moody dogs. Oh so my gosh. It's okay. We think it's funny. We kind of, yeah. the kids kind of make him like they instigate and make him get more moody just because it's funny. Well, so. yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Well, we're very excited for our guest. So we're going to invite him right on. Dr. Varun Gandhi is a storyteller, orchestrator, and soulpreneur. He has a talk show and podcast called What's Your Story? And we'll hear more about what that means. And he guides meditations and builds products and services that holistically support the mind, body, and emotions. And he does so much more. He's a very fascinating human being. So welcome, Varun. Thank you so much, Kim and Eden. Love and abundance, everybody. It's, uh, thank you for having me here. I'm grateful to be here. Do you oh, have yeah. a dog? <laughs> I don't have a dog, but we've been talking about one. Uh, so maybe soon. We're not sure yet. Oh, did I talk I you out of it now? No, <laughs> no, not not at all. The only the only thing is it's uh, the reason is we lo we love traveling and we don't have a place to you know when we travel when we're on the road we don't have a place to put the dog yeah. unless it's in a hotel or you know so and we don't want to burden our parents or friends with it right now so we're right. like we'll, we'll hold off burn. until we can actually like you know cut down the travel a little bit and then be more at home. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's a that's a big responsibility. It is. It yeah. Is. Um, okay, well, let's get into, we have some really good questions for you. Um, you're so interesting <laughs> from what we've researched about you. Uh, so you um, do environmental engineering consulting. So how did you go from that to what you do? Oh, no, you did that. How did you, how do you, go, how did you go from that to what you do now? What's the story around that? Yes, so I'll kind of go through the whole arc. Uh, start off uh, where... So my PhD is in environmental engineering, and essentially that's what I got my doctorate in, and that's all focused on the outer engineering, right, the outer world. Uh, and now what I do is more of the inner world, the inner engineering, like Sadhguru terms it, right? It's, um, and the whole transition was, I, I went through this period where once I finished my PhD, I worked as a consultant for a couple of years, and during that period, I was also going through an awakening uh, you know, kind of uh, understanding the deeper meaning of life, uh, you know, reading Deepak Chopra and coming across his book called The Book of Secrets and diving deeper into myself and kind of getting a deeper understanding of everything. And uh, as I was going through that, and I was also kind of understanding what my purpose was, you know, trying to figure that out, like I was gonna, searching for it, constantly searching for it. The last about six months of my job, I had this pain in my solar plexus and it was constant. Every morning I'd wake up with it. And it was there always. And, all, and, and every time I'd sit down and uh, think about it or meditate over this pain, I'd always have this question, like, what are you doing at this job? Why are you waking up to go to this job, which you don't really care for, you don't really care about? Even though, even though I was helping the public health infrastructure, protecting the water that we drink at home, it was sort of meaningful. But then I felt like the quality of water was already so great that what I was contributing was very, very tiny, right? And I wanted to have a bigger contribution. So that kind of jump-started my move into spirituality, into what I do now. Uh, and essentially then combining that with my own journey of, hey, let me dive deeper, let me meditate for six to eight hours a day. And I, I went through a phase of 
like a month or two where I just sat down every day, like a nine to five job, just meditated and, uh, you know, journaled and went deeper into myself and understood things about myself that I wouldn't, I had never learned. I was in college for 10 years, but I'd never picked up any of this uh, stuff. Um, so that's kind of the journey. And it's, it's been very fascinating. Mm, they don't teach that in college. I know. No, <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. And, you know, I, I went for bachelor's, master's and PhD, and none of this was there. So it right. was it opened up a whole new universe for me. Wow. That's amazing. And that's inspiring. Cause I know a lot of people go through the whole degree and then they realize they want to do something else and they feel discouraged instead of going, well, you know what, I'm going to take that as gathered knowledge. And now I'm going to, you know, use that and go to something else is totally fine. Cause you want to follow your heart. You do a lot of work for disadvantaged people too. Um, I was very impressed with the amount of homeless people you're feeding and things like that. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, and so one of the things that I uh, understood early on is I like I, I like to help people. I like to uh, go out there, bring people together. Uh, even growing up uh, back in Dubai, so I, I was born and brought up in the Middle East in Dubai, and uh, in in high school or in uh, elementary and middle school over there. Uh, we'd have these parties at the end of the year uh, and I would take it upon myself to put those parties together because I like bringing people together and I'd also go out and raise funds by creating these little uh, cards with you know like kind of like baseball cards with information on it and stats and about uh, different um, uh, industries like wrestling and uh, you know cricket and different sports uh, and I'd sell them in the in the, in my bus and in my you know in my uh, classes uh, and this way I'd raise funds to kind of put this party together. So I've always had this inkling for bringing people together. Uh, so at, uh, at the start of the pandemic, I got a phone call from a friend and he suggested like, hey, we have some funds available. What can we do? Uh, this was March 2020. He's like, what can we do to help people? And so we brainstormed a couple of ideas, had a couple of conversations, and we came up with this uh, idea of, hey, there are a lot of people who don't have food. They lost their jobs. They're not able to provide for themselves. So let's provide them with some fresh uh, groceries or some produce, things that they could utilize to make food for themselves. So we put 400 grocery bags together and every Sunday we would, uh, people would come and they would pick it up from our center. Uh, we had about 30 to 50 volunteers come in every uh, Sunday morning, put these bags together and uh, you know, help distribute and, uh, through the whole process. So we did that for about, uh, uh, let's say about 20 weeks or so. Uh, and along with that, while, while that was going on, we realized, hey, there was a need for, provide, for fresh meals as well. So we had another team that would come in and produce hot, uh, freshly baked, uh, cooked meals on Sunday in the morning. Uh, so that we have continued on from uh, May 2020 all the way through till today. And every Sunday, we've provided about 1,500 to 2,000 meals at our center in Norwalk, California. Um, and then the last, uh, so Ahimsa Day, which was... Uh, uh, October, October 2nd, uh, on that specific day, we put together 5,500 meals and wow. we distributed in uh, five different counties, uh, about 25 to 30 different organizations picked up the meals from us and distributed out into about 30 to uh, 40 different cities all across Southern California. So that was a massive effort and we're going to replicate that again for Thanksgiving. So we're doing 7,500 meals for Thanksgiving. Wow. Oh, good for you. That's, that's amazing. amazing. Making, yeah. the, making the community better. And um, a lot of people, that's their only meal for maybe two days sometimes. So 
Beautiful and thing. Yeah, we, you know, we walked on the streets of Skid Row and we'd see people that really, really needed this food. And, you know, once they get the get their hands on the pasta or the rice dish that we make, then, you know, they just, their eyes, their faces lit up. They, mm. uh, you know, they're excited because one, one of our teams, they go out there every Sunday, uh, 12 o'clock, they're there. And every everyone at Skid Row knows that they're going to be there. So they line up before, before they even show up, they start lining up for the food because they're super excited for it. So you know, realizing that there's a need outside of, you know, just our fancy life and everything that's going on in my life, uh, you know, this is a way of giving back to the community. And I really enjoy that. And seeing those look, the look on their faces when they light up, it's priceless. Yeah. Priceless. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Then you talk about the three points to your mission. Can you explain, mm. explain that? Yeah. Yeah. So my mission essentially is getting, getting people together, right. Uniting, people, uh, bringing different communities to the table. Uh, and along with that, it's this whole transformation from the inside, right. It's, it's going within and changing your story and what, uh, how you relate your experience of this, Thing you call life right everything that's going on in your in your life uh, so uh, one of the things that we've created is called this thing called what's your story uh, again this is the name of the podcast essentially understanding uh, people's stories and why they've chosen the path that they decided to choose you know especially in the Indian community which is so focused on certain paths of you know certain career paths like doctor or accountant or uh, you know, a lawyer, uh, I, I look to interview and understand stories that are outside of these paths, you know, actors, celebrities, or uh, uh, an, uh, uh, an author, a comedian, uh, you know, we have interviewed Ayurvedic practitioners and mental health specialists, and, you know, covering all these uh, wide range of topics. Uh, again, this is in the, in the effort of bringing people together, you know, uniting people, because when we talk about mental health, you know, there's this whole stigma around mental health, uh, where people in our community, they don't go see uh, for therapy because it's looked down upon, right? You think they're like, they're crazy, they're schizophrenic, there's something wrong with this person. And because of this, uh, you know, ther therapy is looked look down upon. Now, the only way we can uh, uh, help people is, hey, let's have conversation around it. Let's bring some experts, have them talk about it, let them discuss, share their stories, you know, their own personal stories of how therapies help them. And this will change people and allow people to give them permission to, hey, let me go seek therapy and improve my life through, through that. So it's a, it's a combination using multiple different kind of tools, uh, but essentially the whole goal is let's unite, bring people together so we can, you know, build something that everyone can benefit from. Very nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think connection is so important right now. When we were in the pandemic, I did research on, you know, what were people doing? Where were they at? Who were they with? And there was an alarming amount of people that were by themselves and didn't even have a pet, weren't really connecting or communicating with people, even people that I knew and was really surprised that they weren't at least seeing one friend or something like that. And so I think that it's, become almost for some people uncomfortable to go back out there because they got so used to being inward. Um, and I noticed that you do um, events, singles, meet and greets, spiritual events, things like that. What inspired you to do that? And, and what, what are the singles meet and greet like? And, and what are those events like that you do? So 
Um, you know, I, I really, I, I believe in signs from the universe, uh, you know, and this was one of the signs that um, someone in our community had asked us if we were interested in, in organizing some, you know, taking a lead on organizing these uh, single events because there are a lot of singles, like you said, during the pandemic, they're not able to go out and meet people, uh, but they were looking for love. They're looking for that companionship. And there was a lack of it. There was, there were no events going on. So, uh, you know, my wife and I, we took it upon ourselves to uh, create virtual events where essentially we'd have 50 males. Ideally we'd have 50 males, 50 females, uh, equal number. They come on the zoom. We'll, Put together like networking it's sort of like singles networking uh mm -hmm. where it's in a fun environment we play games uh we ask some you know deeper questions uh, getting to know people uh and we'll put them in smaller groups two uh, groups of either one-on-one -on -one, but it could be as many as four or six people in a group and each of them will get to know everyone else in the group so it's kind of like uh let's let's use some fun let's use some excitement to get to know each other as opposed to that traditional of uh, speed dating, you know, it's like the pressure is on, you get two minutes, got to finish your conversations, move on to the next person. Um, so it, it was a fun environment and a lot of people enjoyed it. Um, Do you so, know if anybody became a couple from it? Uh, we have had several people that have uh, gone on multiple dates. Uh, so our main goal is, hey, let's get people together, let a single female meet a single male or vice versa, whatever they're looking for but let them meet each other, right? So our goal is let's just get them connected. And after that, what happens is completely on them, right? We don't put right. pressure on them. We don't try, we don't check in like, hey, what's going on? Did you know, <laughs> did you go further? But uh, sometimes we'll hear back, like we'll hear some stories of friends meeting other, their uh, significant other through the service. So it's, it's very interesting when we hear success stories. We really, really love it. Hmm. Is that an ongoing thing that you guys do? Okay. That is an ongoing thing. Yeah, we do it yeah. every month. We have an event, at least one event a month. Okay. So you talked about signs from the universe. And we also would like to know a little bit more about that. If you have any examples of times that you've had signs, things that, you know, when the universe talks to you, we always love to, to hear about that. Our audience loves it. Um, and that you also are intuitive. Uh, or are you? I think you are intuitive. Um, <laughs> um, I can, can tell. Yeah. yeah. Can you expand on, on that? What are your abilities and it, do you channel? Let's talk about that. Let's get into that. <laughs> this is something Kim and I are very familiar with, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, as an example for Science of the Universe, this just happened today. Um, so a couple hours ago, I was sitting right here, uh, the main roads right in front of me so I could see, you know, cars moving in front of me. And there was a bus that stopped right in front of my house. Now, this, this is a, a bus that I'd never seen before. It was a, a the, you know, public transport. I'd never seen it stop in front of the house. Uh, and so I looked at the number, it was 274, right? So that was the route number 274. Well, so what I do is whenever I see a police car or an ambulance or any any vehicle with numbers on it, I take the number down and I look up angel number. So I, I go to like, you know, Google or go or DuckDuckGo and search angel with that number. So I did angel 274 and essentially I got a couple messages from the universe. Uh, one was that, uh, you know, begin to trust in yourself. Uh, especially when you're making decisions for yourself that involve yourself, right? In instead of, and I tend to do this, I've realized that 
when I'm making some big decisions, I go and uh, talk to people, my parents, my, my, you know, my wife or someone that I, uh, uh, that I respect and trust. I'd ask them for permission in a sense when I should stop doing that. And I should just trust myself to do it for myself. You know, like yeah. trust the decision that you're making is in your best interest and that you're going to do the best that you can. Okay. Uh, so that was one of the messages. And the second one is that this is a sign that it, this is the big one. This is a sign that you have to start walking your, uh, your soul mission, like start living your soul mission. Mm. Um, wow. And so this comes to what I've been really thinking about in the last uh, week or so. Uh, this is Kim. That's what we talked about the, what's your story, right? right? So this is the whole kind of like uh, right now I'm creating this course on this whole idea of how we are constantly creating stories about our lives. Um, you know, like for example, the, and the way I realized this is I looked at marketing, right? Products, marketing products. So Coca-Cola has done so well for themselves in the last few decades, whatnot. They've earned billions and billions of dollars. And I looked at the actual product realizing like this is a, an acidic, toxic substance. And how are they making so much money? So I looked at all of their marketing and it's interesting. All of their marketing shows Coke in, uh, with this happiness. It's always tied to some sort of experience, some sort of feeling, right? And so you'll see in Coke commercials, happiness. You'll see uh, like nature. There's not, Coke has nothing to do with nature, mm -hmm. but you'll see green grass, the sunlight and all this. So essentially, what it's selling is completely different from what it's projecting. Mm -hmm. It projects all of this positive stuff, but what it really sells is all of this toxic neg you know, negativity for the whole, for the body. So I, I analyzed that. I realized like they're telling stories about themselves that are not really true, but they're projecting it to be true hmm. and making people feel a certain way when they drink a Coke. That's why Coke can do so well because people feel a certain way when they drink it. So these stories, now applying that same concept to ourselves, we are creating stories just like that about ourselves constantly at every moment of our life. And that's what this whole what's your story is about, is realizing that if you work on those stories, that any incident that happens in your life, the reason that you create meaning is it's a perception, right? You bring your perception to that situation in life. So it's kind of like uh, at a movie theater, there's a film projector in the back, you feed it a film and it projects it onto the screen. What our third eye does essentially is the same thing. It's a projector. It takes a situation and it imagines it like the third eye is, is your tool for imagination. So it takes that situation and imagines something and projects it onto that situation. And so the whole idea is what kind of film are you feeding into your projector? And that's what this whole, what's your story is about. Mm. Well, first of all, when you talked about Coke and, and everybody feels good when they drink it, it's like an addiction, I think. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, so, definitely. So, is. so they become addicted to happiness, maybe. <laughs> They become addicted to whatever they're feeling. Like it probably relieves, you know, they feel s some sense of something when they're drinking Coke. It relieves them from their normal daily life. They feel something different. And so they're yeah. addicted to that feeling. I completely yeah. agree with you, Eden. Yeah. 
I think the stories are so important right now, too, because of how people are choosing to perceive what's going on in the world in various areas. And a lot of people are choosing to only focus on the bad or the negative, and they're so caught up in that story that they're actually carrying around so much anger and so much, like, you know, frustration and, and pent-up bitterness and things like that. Whereas a lot of other people are looking at it like, okay, there's an awakening going on and a shift in consciousness. And, you know, and we're like, oh, it's light-filled and freeing. And so it's interesting, you know, which story would you rather be a part of, you know? And so I think it is really important because most people are doing it in a very unconscious, unaware way. And if they could learn to become more conscious of that. So I think it's really genius that you're doing that. Yeah, you know, this is, again, and now we're talking about channeling. I, just this past weekend, we were in uh, Miami Beach, and we had this really, uh, so my wife, she works for a marketing firm, and they had a conference there. So the conference provided us these rooms that was, that were, that was overlooking the ocean. So I was sitting there kind of, uh, you know, emptying my mind and looking at the ocean, and I had, uh, I essentially have this book where I write everything in, a notebook. So while I was channeling, I literally came up in 30 minutes, I came up with the course outline for what this What's Your Story course is going to look like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just me emptying my mind and flowing, going with the flow of how I want it to look and, you know, and just writing it down and all these notes just came flowing out. And it was, it was just brilliant. I was like, I, I could not have come up with this. This is some higher power that, that was, you know, flew within me and I was just writing it down. That sounds right. familiar. So- it might, yeah, and it yeah. might become a book one day. Yes, yeah. definitely. Definitely a book, workshop. It could be anything. Yeah. Right, yeah, Super it excited. does sound familiar. We, we tend to have a lot of that in our lives as well. <laughs> um, so you also have an abundance store, which I thought was really intriguing. Uh, a lot of people are looking for ways to sleep better. So I looked and I saw that you have a kit for sleeping, you have peaceful sleep, Palo Santo, positivity kits, things like that. Um, Really big right now. Um, I've been seeing people that aren't even open to it before being open to cleansing energy and, you know, not being around things that cause their vibration to lower and becoming a lot more aware of that. And so could you describe some of the things you have in your abundance store? Yeah, so the store is called Love Abundance Store, and essentially it has products that deal with physical cleansing, spiritual cleansing, you know, energetic cleansing, your emotional and mental cleansing. Um, so the, the the kits we have some some that are like you know based on sage and Palo Santo that that cleanse the environment, cleanse your space, remove all the negativity. Uh, essentially, when, whenever you move into a new place, move into a new house, a new office take uh you know what i do is i take a sage around and cleanse all the the, the whole air uh, through and through i do a ritual around it and you know so we have kits for that we have kits that help you sleep at night so uh you know so it's like a uh, essential oil with this uh, dream catcher with some incense get you smelling really well smelling really good put some uh, night cream on uh, relax yourself put some soothing music on and, uh, you know, that's kind of the whole, uh, the essence of that kit. Uh, we have something that's called the miracle food, which is a physical cleanse that it's a, it's a combination of four superfood oils. And you can see a bottle in the background. 
Um, and it, uh, this, these four superfood oils, what they do is it gives you an intracellular cleanse. So it goes into your cells and removes all of the toxins, all of the negativity, everything that's built up in your body. So that's the physical cleanse. And along with that, we have a, a miracle tea that uh, also helps in uh, removing toxins. So you take a little shot of the, the miracle food, 30 ml, and take a little bit of the tea uh, uh, and every morning. And that's kind of the comprises of your cleanse. Along with that, we have, we have a, a recipe book, which is, uh, provides you 90 recipes, 30 days, uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, all raw, natural, vegan, uh, holistic. And all of this is essentially to cleanse your body to remove all of these toxins and, you know, essentially, you know, like clear your skin. It's, it, it has a lot of benefits. Remove any kind of diseases that, that you have. It's, it, it'll cure all of that. Wow. Oh, let's get to either of them. I'm curious <laughs> if either the, the tea or the cleanse, do you feel for a little while, like you feel like it's all kind of coming up and out, like, and it takes a day or two. Is that common? Yeah. So this, uh, the, the whole cleanse is 15 days and okay. essentially throughout the cleanse, you're going to be releasing a lot of, you know, things from your body. It's, it's going to be cleansing. Uh, we just came up with another, so this is a miracle food, uh, bundle essentially comes with four, uh, four products. One is the miracle food bottle. You get the tea, you get a Eden's garden, which is the recipe book. And you get an affirmation Bible, which is a game that consists that has 400 affirmations. Um, and so it comes with this. Now we came up with a new product where it's called Miracle Food Platinum. And this is a combination of seven other products on top of these four. And combine all of these, it's essentially a whole cleanse that will remove everything from your body. All uh, diseases will get cleansed. And within 15 days, you'll feel like a whole new person. Wow. Yeah. Eden's Garden. You like yeah. Eden? <laughs> Eden's garden right here. Oh, so cool. <laughs> yeah, like Garden of Eden. <laughs> well, that sounds great. I think I might look at that. Okay, so you also, I think you sell, this is an online store, by the way, yes? Yes. Okay. And um, you sell something called Lava Stone? Yes. Was, what's the power of the Lava Stone? So Lava Stone's are very unique. They, so essentially these are black stones that have pores in them. Um, and what they do is they're for grounding, right? So they give you that essence of earth, which is, it comes from earth. So it's the essence of, hey, let me uh, stay on earth and be really firm, have a strong foundation. So this is the root chakra. Uh, the other benefit of the, essentially the lava stone, especially the lava stone is that it, you could put essential oils in those beads and it'll carry the, the, the sense, the scent everywhere you go, at least for the whole day, right? So because it's porous, it, it can absorb the essential oil and uh, give you that extra added boost. So if you want to put some um, lemon, it'll help your solar plexus. If you want to put some, uh, you know, some like a heart chakra, like a love, a love essential oil, that'll help your heart chakra. So you could kind of play a lot, play around with that as well. So that's what, that's why lava stone is very unique. Mm. Do you also see people one-on-one? -on -one? I, not yet, no. Uh, so I'm working on this course and once I kind of uh, formulate all of it, then that's when I'm going to start opening up one-on-one uh, -on -one as well. Right. Okay. Maybe I was supposed to ask you for a reason. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, it just, like, it just came in right now. Hey, it's all supposed to be. It's it's part of it. Yes, I was just thinking about that today. A course, workshop, and one-on-one. That's essentially where I'm, what I'm moving into. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I think you're supposed to listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so um, let us know what else you have coming up, um, if there's anything else you didn't mention yet, and also specifically how can people go to the store, find out about the events and the new um, your new one, Your new one-on-ones. Right, your one-on-ones <laughs> and your, your podcast, What's Your Story? Is that on every platform? So the podcast is also, right now I'm currently doing it on YouTube. I go live on YouTube and Facebook simultaneously. Uh, and this, I do it live, so I, I don't pre-record it and all that, but now I'm going to take my previous recordings and put it up as the podcast. So the podcast is not technically started yet, the, the podcast audio version of it, but it's there in the, it's in the form of the YouTube and the Facebook version. Right. Um, okay. and so essentially I get, you can find me on Dr. Varun Gandhi. That's D-R-V-A-R-U-N-G-A-N-D-H-I.com. Uh, that's my website, the Love Abundance Store. You could go to loveabundancestore.com and that'll uh, take you to the website. Essentially has all the products on there. Uh, once the course is available, that'll be on the website as well. Uh, once the coaching one-on-one workshops are available, that'll be up on the website, drvarungandhi.com. Or you could also find me on Instagram at uh, Gandhi. D-R-V-A-R-U-N-G-A-N-D-H-I. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. You are inspiring. You're doing so much, um, all good for the world and for people. And uh, it made me have lots of ideas talking to you. So thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Kim. And actually, one last thing that I'd like to add is, uh, so as part of the Thanksgiving drive, essentially, one of the main reasons behind the Thanksgiving drive is, as we know, Turkey is big on Thanksgiving. 50 million turkeys are killed world, uh, you know, uh, uh, throughout the nation on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, so essentially, this drive is serving vegan, uh, uh, nonviolent food to I love it. homeless folk. Uh, so we're protecting, preserving the environment, uh, reducing the number of turkeys, hopefully, that are being slaughtered on the day of. And so if you'd like to support, uh, again, please uh, reach out to me on Instagram. I could send you the link. Essentially, we have a GoFundMe uh, a link where you could donate for it uh, if you'd like to donate a meal. So what we're giving on Thanksgiving Day is a whole a whole spread where we have a pasta dish, we have a bread, we have dessert and a drink, the water. Uh, and the, all of this is $2. Uh, so if you could, whatever you could donate, so one meal is $2. We have some uh, organizations that have sponsored us as well. So essentially whatever you donate, we'll be able to match it from the uh, donations that we have raised. So your one meal, $2 will feed two people as opposed to one person. So if you'd like that, again, reach out to me on Instagram, Dr. Varun Gandhi, and I could send you the link for where you could donate funds to it. Awesome. Oh, wow. that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, you could 20 bucks, you can help 10 people. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for being here. And um, thanks everyone for listening. And we'll talk to you and see you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Love and appreciate. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Talk Purpose and Truth podcast. Find out more at talkpurposeandtruth.com. And follow us at Talk Purpose Truth on Instagram and Facebook.